All right, I think we're live. Uh, thank you so much uh, for taking your time to be able to uh, to be here today, Devin. And um, also you listening and watching um, wherever you're at. My hope is that, that you feel welcome and that you can be vulnerable for a little bit. Today's a little different. And it's not just me talking, but I got a good friend, Devin. And uh, me and Devin, we go back to college. Uh, that's where we met. And we were able to do life together um, when we were down there in college at Columbia International University in Columbia, South Carolina. And even though I'm up here in Michigan, 12 hours away from South Carolina, me and Devin still been able to stay close. And I'll let you, Devin, say the rest. But uh, thank you so much for being here, Devin. Um, is there anything you would like to uh, share before we uh, jump into it? Yeah, sure. Well, my name is Devin. And uh, like like Jonas said, uh, we, we met a few years ago. Um, at CIU, Columbia International University, uh, which is where I'm still attending this year. Uh, met Jonah in his very last semester at CIU, actually, uh, through a mutual friend. And, um, you know, we were, we were kind of tight somewhat then, but obviously we had just met and he had graduated and went on. And I was continuing in my studies, but um, thankfully, you know, the Lord has kind of sustained this relationship. But uh, I, I graduated from CIU from the communications program in undergrad and graduate school here at CIU uh, in a program called uh, TEFL, Teaching English as a Foreign Language, um, where I don't know where I'm going to go. It could be a, f- a few blocks down the street from my house or it could be in Mongolia. You know, I honestly don't know and I'm honestly open to wherever God's calling me. Really happy to be here uh, on the podcast. So yeah, man, it's uh, it's an honor to be able to have you, and uh, thank you again for being a part of this. But uh, I guess uh, starting off, um, it's something we talked about last week. Um, but I know, um, I know pretty much every single day I hear this word, and uh, you you've probably heard it before um, many times, just like I have. Um, but it's the word destiny, destiny, and. And um, I hear it a lot, you know, I, I think I was listening to a song the other day and it was saying, uh, you know, baby, you're my destiny. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck does that mean? Um, but uh, in, in talking about, you know, um, I, I guess the thing here at Color and Chaos is the fact that um, no matter what we go through, that there's a bigger picture to it. Um, and it's not just a um, just uh, every single day going through the exact same mundane day to day grind. Um, but there truly is a purpose to this life, and that purpose can be found um, when we truly um, allow ourselves to look at it through the eyes of our Creator, except for looking at it just as everything's by an accident. So when you think about the word destiny, you know, or, or calling and all these, you know, words that kind of, um, uh, it sounds really good, but it's hard to kind of know what it means. Um, uh, what, what what can you say about, you know, destiny and calling? What what, what does that really mean to you? Yeah, well, like, like you said, uh, at our university, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of a, like a staple word almost. Um, it's talked about in a lot of uh, classes and, and chapel and kind of all over the place. Even in like the students, it just kind of permeates throughout the culture at CIU of, of uh, defining your calling and what God might be calling you to. You know, for me, that was always kind of a, a scary picture. I wasn't really sure, yeah, what that meant or what that looked like. Um, you know, all since becoming you know Christian and and pursuing Him, I never essentially felt like, oh, this is God's calling for my life. I've, I've never had like a moment where I, you know, you know, audibly heard God speak in my ear. This is what I want you to do and where I want you to go. And so, for me, hearing a lot of talk about calling 
and like uh, seeing very visible signs of God pushing you in a certain direction kind of confused me, to be honest with you, um, because I felt like maybe I might be doing something wrong or might not be hearing the Lord right because mm. I haven't like a special like calling like bestowed upon me. And that's something that like I've struggled with. And I don't know if, you know, I'm sure if it's something I'm, sh I'm struggling with that there are other people that are struggling with it too. Like I said, I graduated from CIU in April and there were a lot of unknowns about the future and a lot of different areas. And there were a lot of unknowns, which can kind of cast some doubt and confusion when you're thinking about calling, uh, like you said, but what, what's kind of given me peace as I've tried to talk to, you know, mentors and, and people that I respect and ask them like to give me wisdom and, and while I'm seeking Lord and, and scripture and prayers that, uh, you know, I'm not so sure that the, you know, God's calling on your life is some like, you know, audible like thing where you just, you hear God tell you, this is exactly what he wants you to do. Now the Lord can speak through anything, you know, he can speak through a donkey. He could, he could, <laughs> very well do that um but i'm not sure that that's how he does it all the time um and that's what i've been seeing in my own life that uh um i don't know exactly what my calling is or what the lord is going to use me to do what he definitely wants me to do is kind of pick a direction and just start to pursue it while seeking him like the entire time and not wavering off that path of not taking my eyes off of him, but I feel like my calling is to just pick a direction that will hopefully give glory to the Lord and just pursue it as best yeah. I can. Yeah, we were talking last week um, about something that uh, that is so so near to my heart, and it's the whole fact of uh, sometimes we just keep uh, keep banging our head against the wall because we're like, God, what do you want? But really, all, all that he wants is for our hearts to be willing for him to do whatever he, he wants to do through us and in us, for us to be obedient when that time comes to do something, whether it's big or small. And honestly, all he's looking for is a willing heart, and he's faithful to renew us day by day by day and, and produce that willing heart for us to see that he truly does want what's best for us. But Devin, uh, one thing that we were talking about last week, um, you were talking about kind of this process of, of after graduation and you were working at a job. I'm trying to remember. I, I think it was a, uh, you said it was like a record store. Yeah, it was a, a comic book and record yeah. store in Columbia uh, called Scratch and Spin. Really, really dope, uh, <laughs> dope. store. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. And I remember you were sharing with me that while you were working there, um, you kind of, started uh started kind of having a wrestle um when you were there um can you kind of talk a little bit about that that yeah process? so um i have grown up reading comic books um i love comic books it's how i kind of learned to read was through comic books and i had always thought it'd be really awesome to you know if not write a comic book you know work at a comic book store that kind of was something that i thought would be amazing to do and i had been trying to work at this store for a while, all throughout high school, I'd wanted to work there, never hired me. But finally, um, towards the end of, of college, I was able to work for this place. And it was really, really cool. I got to interact with the customers, like which I was a customer. I would go in there and, and kind of be on the other side of the counter. But it was, it was kind of strange because whenever I got that job, as much as I loved it and was like surrounded by all these things that I loved, like comic books, and movies and, and music and everything. Uh, it was also a time 
when I could really feel the Lord working in my heart um, while I was uh, working at that job through my last year at CIU and trying to just pray and seek Him and what He might have for me, which was a scary thought. But I noticed one day I was at work, and as happy as I was, I kind of had a thought of, um, you know, what if, you know, you don't end up pursuing anything in ministry or serving in ministry or following the Lord, you know, elsewhere out of Columbia? You know, what if you end up just working here at this store? And, you know, it's not, wouldn't be completely bad. Um, cause like I said, I'm surrounded by things Yeah, you're always surrounded by things that you like. It's yeah, exactly. Enjoy. But it was almost kind of a scary feeling where I thought, you know, as great as this stuff is, I also feel like for me, it was also kind of a distraction and kind of something that I would just really dive into and forget about a lot of other things, you know, entertainment, essentially comic books and movies and music to kind of, uh, like satisfy myself and, and wouldn't really feel any need to grow or experience any kind of change, um, you know, that the Lord might be trying to work inside me because I would be content with, you know, working at a comic book store and, and being surrounded by things that, you know, I loved. So that was kind of a big moment in my last semester at CIU where I thought I need to be leaving this place. You know, I, I might be working here for a few more years, maybe, but this is definitely not where I want to stay. Okay. Um, and so that kind of being working into maybe like we we're saying God's calling, like could definitely feel the Lord kind of pushing me mm. like out of that and using that experience. Yeah, like you're you're talking about um, kind of feeling led to to leave where you were at to go somewhere else. But uh, you said a word right then about pushing. What what does that look like in your life? You know, um, uh, you know, can you can't kind of explain that process of feeling God kind of kind of guiding well, I you guess somewhere? The best way to describe it would be um, getting that job was amazing. It made me really happy, and I thought, this is really awesome. This is great. And I saw, like, just kind of certain childhood dreams being fulfilled through that. But also, as I was, like, just continuing to really, really seek the Lord and, and like, study His Word, that He would speak to me through it and what He might have for me. And, and there were times where I was working at this place, or thinking about where I would go after I worked there, where I felt uh, almost discontent uh, while working there, where I thought, like, this is really cool, like, I'm enjoying working here, but something's just not really clicking. Like, something's just not really feeling 100%. Like, I wasn't, you know, completely dedicated to it, because I felt like maybe the Lord was saying, you know, this is really good for you, Devin, right now, but this isn't where I want you to stay. Yeah, so you, you liked all the stuff that you were around. It, it wasn't like it was a bad job, but there was something in the back of your mind that was kind of a discontentment? Yeah, exactly. Like I could okay. feel, like, through that discontent that I felt, it literally felt like uh, the Lord was saying, hey, this is really good, but I really want you to, to kind of uh, move past it uh, yeah. because I don't want you to, to kind of stay here. Um, because I felt like, you know, the Lord might have been telling me that um, I might kind of get stuck in a cycle, of, like I said before, of just being, just being fully content and all the entertainment and distractions kind of around That's me. That's so crazy. Was there a moment for you whenever that kind of became a little bit more loud, I guess, in the sense of like, okay, um, I've been kind of feeling this. This could be you, Lord, but like now I'm, I'm actually going to step out 
and uh, and and trust you with this. Was there a moment for you that that happened? Um, yeah, there was actually. Um, there, uh, I like I said, I was graduating that uh, at the end of that semester, and so I was kind of running through some options I might have had for once I graduated. Um, if I was gonna, I knew I that grad school was on my heart. Um, and that I still had a lot of learning and kind of growing I still needed to do as far as like maturity and like perhaps even spiritually and, 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 and like intellectually as far as studies go that I knew I needed to kind of stay in school. Like something about that just felt right. Um, so I was kind of running through some options after I would graduate. Um, one of those was to stay in Columbia and, and pursue a few options in Columbia, uh, like work opportunities and ministry opportunities. But I knew if I did that, I'd also be kind of working at Scratch and Spin uh, while also doing that, which would have been, you know, fine. But there was another option that was kind of put before me through a friendship I had made um, that was to go to Texas. Uh, uh, there was a camp uh, right outside of Amarillo, Texas, in, in the Panhandle um, called Cedar Canyon. And I'd never been to Texas before. The farthest out west I'd been was Alabama. And... You know, I, I knew I'd be out there for literally months. I'd be out there the entire summer. And it was kind of painted as an opportunity to just kind of go away from everything that I'd been used to and just fully commit myself to a, a service. It wasn't, you know, it literally wasn't for the money because it didn't pay well. Um, but it was all about, you know, service. And I kind of saw that as an opportunity to even though it was temporary just for summer to kind of okay, say, okay, God, like I'm just going to leave this place and, and go commit myself in a completely alien environment and just like seek you the entire time. Um, and so that was kind of a moment for me where I thought, okay, like this definitely might be the Lord kind of pushing me out because he's, he's mm -hmm. opening up, you know, venues for me to follow. Yeah. So you kind of felt it as, all right, here's the door opening up. Like, I'm going to step through it. Lord, if this is of you, then then help me, you know, give me a piece about this, you know, align my steps kind of with what where you want me to go. But if not, then then close this opportunity, you know, bring me to the to where you want me to go so that I can grow more in you. Are you kind of looking at it like that? Yeah, or? exactly. That, that okay. was definitely my mindset last semester. And gotcha. And it's still kind of a mindset now of just uh, literally just taking a step in a certain direction and and like seeking him and, and following him and, and kind of staying in the word while I'm, you know, moving my feet in a direction. And that direction for the summer was Texas. Yeah. So. And and you've already kind of talked a little bit about seeking the Lord and you talked about um, reading the word and praying and just kind of allowing that to just kind of lead you um, as you go on day by day. But can you talk a little bit about um, seeking him through service? I figured how else would I find out what, how he wants to use me unless I'm out there getting my hands dirty, you yeah. know, at least serving in a, in a form of ministry. Yeah. That's what I call, saw as kind of seeking him and just literally giving myself fully to doing what he said, which is to kind of use his word as food, like to live off of. And when you're, you know, serving, you, you definitely have to do that. You're, you're so right about that. And, and, you know, it's crazy. Even as we're recording this right now, like the desk that I'm sitting at, this is the same desk that um that I used in middle school and high school and college the exact same desk and um what's so crazy is that the 
this desk has seen me through so many times in my life. Um, times of uh, confusion, of joy, of um, of just kind of searching, and it's seen me do homework, and it's seen me do write poems and and songs. Um, but but kind of something you said about about serving and 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 seeking him through that. I I know um, right before this podcast, right before recording this, um, and before you jumped on this, I was I was sitting here and I was I was reading the Bible and I was just praying and asking the Lord. Um, you know, to, uh, to to show me what he wants me to, to 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 show me through this, and and to use this podcast and everything, and and I just had this thought. I was saying, you know, um, you know, God, where did this start? You know, this relationship, because I'm talking to you and I can't see you, but I I do feel you, and and you know, I was thinking of like, you know, how why do I seek him, and what does that look like? And I know for me, when it comes to seeking the Lord, it, it looks like me just being, you know, open and available, just saying, okay, Lord, I'm going to take this time. I'm going to take my day and I'm going to allow you to, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to allow you to, to help me, uh, or to show me things that, that you want me to see or um, help me think about the things you want me to think about. And so when I sit down at this desk and I open up the Bible, I'm asking the Lord, okay, Lord, search me, you know, you know me, you created me at the same time. I'm, I'm struggling knowing myself and I'm struggling knowing, um, you know, what it is that you, you want from my moment here and now. And, and what I do, I kind of just say, okay, Lord, like I'm available. I'm, I'm, I'm open, you know, and sometimes I'll, I'll start thinking about what the passage is saying and, and that will lead my thoughts to think about something else. And then it will kind of be this kind of flow of, of just, you know, allowing the scripture to speak to me, except for me saying what the scripture is meaning and, and allowing the context of the scripture to, 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 to show me a bigger picture. And, um, you know, and, and sometimes, most of the times when I do seek the Lord, it's in that moment of desperation where I'm, I'm sitting down, I'm saying, you know what, God, like, I need you. I need you. Like, this is not just, uh, you know, I want you, but I need you. And, and some of the, the closest times I've ever felt with the Lord is through that desperation. Um, and I really feel like it's because all those distractions are so far away, but all of my thoughts, all of my, my focus is, is clearly on the Lord and, and just solely on the Lord and solely on my relationship with him and, and ways that, that I've been sometimes neglecting that or, or sometimes where, um, where he's been growing me and I can just sit for a moment and say, wow, Lord, you are, you are doing something within me. And, and it just goes back to that willing heart is just that moment where, where we say, you know what, Lord, you've given me a mind and I'm going to think about you. I'm going to think about um, the, the, the things that will, will help me focus on the bigger picture and not just the temporariness that's all around me. And it kind of goes back to that verse that's talking about whatever is noble and pure, think about such things. And, um, yeah, and I know definitely during those times of just saying, Lord, I'm, I'm here, you know, just search me. I, I definitely feel him. But um, what about you? You know, you were talking a little bit about um, when you went to um, when you went to and you stepped out, you know, what was going on in your mind when you were there? You know, what was going on in your heart? What were you thinking about? What were you processing? Um, kind of bring us into that. Uh, that you know, moment. it was it was quite a long time, uh, three months. So I, I definitely feel like I had uh, I went on a kind of emotional roller coaster over yeah. summer. But I do know that. Um, this kind of goes along with uh, how I was feeling while I was working at Scratch and Spin. 
which was over my last semester before I graduated gearing up to leaving for Texas, I had noticed uh, um, God had really built up like a confidence inside me, something that I had really lacked um, kind of all my life. And, and uh, at CIU, he, I would, you know, just pray for kind of meaningful friendships and that God kind of um, make me more confident and brave enough to kind of reach out and put myself out there and, and kind of get friends and be more confident. And my last semester, I noticed that I had become, become like strangely confident in myself. So it just came out. No yeah, it, it honestly did. It, 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 I mean, it was, I could see it progressing, but like looking back at that last semester, like I just had a certain confidence about myself. Um, even though I was still really uh, scared of where I was going to go exactly, but there was almost uh, a piece I still, I had in the midst of that, of um, I don't know where I'm going to go or what's going to happen, but I'm content and just, you know, moving forward and, and seeking him. Uh, and I know that was from God, that confidence I'd kind of felt. It was even uh, in a relationship that I was kind of uh, starting to pursue last semester that I saw God giving me a certain confidence in how I dealt with that and uh, him kind of speaking uh, through me in that relationship and through that relationship. Mm. Um, and uh, for going out to Texas, um, not to get into too much of it out of respect, yeah, yeah. but um, uh, through that specific relationship, I was I was uh, you know starting to pursue. Um, there was a moment, a key conversation that we were having about uh, kind of going out away from home. This person I was talking to was leaving uh, home uh, to go somewhere else, uh, kind of completely alien for a long period of time, and that was a moment where I could really feel God speak to me, uh, kind of like a final push of, okay, Devin, like it's time to go like to go to Texas. Um, mm -hmm. I have no idea what's there for you exactly, but it's just time. Like, just go. Like, you can do it, and God's going to work through you because um, I could see it through that through that person. And so when I had got to Texas, um, you know, even when I had first arrived, there was still that confidence inside of, of you know, just working in this scary environment. Um I, I would keep telling myself, okay, this is scary and new and alien, but I never really felt like, okay, this is scary and, mm -hmm. you know, feel that while I was there. Um, but then things happened that, uh, uh, you know, toward or throughout the progression of the summer um, with the relationship and with other things with graduate school that started to become uneasy and started to paint a picture of confusion and doubt mm -hmm. from when I was in South Carolina. Um, that I won't really get into uh, yeah. too much, but it started to put kind of a dark um, cloud over the summer and over the camp. Yeah. And I remember when I was first arriving in the canyon uh, for, I haven't really explained the canyon much, but the camp that I was working at in Texas, it was called Cedar Canyon. And it was literally inside of a canyon. <laughs> you had to kind of drive down this windy road and it was out in the middle of nowhere, like the nearest town was like 20 miles away. Um, and there were houses and lodges and all of the, you know, activities that 
at Camp Paz. And when I first arrived, I remember thinking, like, okay, God, this is, like, amazing. Like, it's it's like, like its own little bubble, just, like, in this uh, thing that you made. You know, it's just a canyon where I'm going to be working for the next three months. So I saw that as a blessing. But as uh, the confusion and, and doubt started to, uh, you know, come over me, um, I started to see um, the place that God had had uh, kind of pushed me to, the canyon, as a negative space. Mm. As um, Instead of seeing it as, look at this place where I can kind of work in seclusion and just fully focus on the Lord and just serve, I started to almost see it as kind of a, a prison, really lonely and kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And I would just wonder, like, God, like, why am I in a canyon in Texas? Like, why am yeah. I been out here? Was this a mistake? Was this selfish? Was, you know, I was thinking all these things of why am I here? It feels like I'm trapped. Like I'm stuck in this canyon where all my fears and thoughts are, they can't escape, can't see anything else or anyone because you're low in the canyon. It just kind of roams around and just, just finds its way back to me. Some really painful uh, nights and confusion. I kind of let that, be known through certain posts that I would, that I would uh, post, but kind of what we had talked about, you know, on the phone last week, um, which is, I see that now as, uh, God truly working in me. And when I, I mean, you know, I had prayed for God to work in me and kind of change me and focus me to be his tool, like sharpen me to be a tool for him. Um, but I think what sometimes you don't realize is that can be really painful and scary and you yeah. might at the moment, but, um, like that was him working in me because it was painful and, and scary. But what I realized is in that pain and fear and confusion that I was feeling, uh, literally the only place I had to go was, was, uh, here to the word, um, and, to to like, constantly constantly pray like vigorously in a way I'd, I'd never done uh before yeah and kind of show me how i needed to depend on him and mm. like fully depend on him because i felt like i had nowhere else to go and other things and other people and that was felt like it was disappearing for me i really just had to fully depend on on the lord write out my prayers that's kind of something that i do yeah. something i like to do is is write out my prayers mm -hmm. um in a little journal uh just kind of as i'm thinking it or just things that are heavy on my heart i'll literally just write them out and uh i started to post those online um just because much on facebook but I hope that it could be an encouragement to someone. And so I, I began to do that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in all honesty, the confusion and, and pain and scariness that was looming over the canyon never, never really. But I, you know, I truly felt um, some peace when I would just focus purely on him and what he might be using. Yeah for in that camp and how he might be using me to bless other people that was kind of the only encouragement i had i could truly feel kind of his presence uh um with me and that's the crazy thing is that you know when i think about like human relationships like even with me and you as friends um you know like we would 
if, if we ask something of one another saying like, hey, you know, Devin, can you help me out with this? And you did it. You would think with that, there'll be like a reward. There'll be like a, a compliment, something to um, something positive, you know, something to make you feel good. Like, oh, man, you know, thank you so much for helping me out. Thank you so much for um, for for obeying, you know, my request. But it seems like sometimes the Lord, he does things a little differently that and especially in this situation, like he called you out to the canyon and he said hey trust me with this go out here you felt a peace about it you you said it many times um earlier that you felt him leading you um and kind of guiding you towards this direction so it's crazy because you step out in obedience but instead for getting kind of that that reward um in the sense of uh, having uh, positive emotions and just an awesome time and awesome memories instead it's you you have to deal with a lot of this heartbreak and a lot of stuff that happens back home but now you're so far removed from home because you're you're not in the comfort and security and safety of home anymore and so literally all you have is the lord and i guess in the big picture that that's awesome but in, in that time though you would think you know stepping out of obedience then it, it'll feel good but you know it seems like the lord's more after our heart and after transforming us, then he is our temporary That's comfort. That's exactly right. And I think looking back, I kind of see that as like, it's true. That's that's literally how he works. And and when we, you know, like, um, I'm sure you can recall this being said a lot in chapel uh, at, at our university of, of you know, um, kind of being called to step out into the unready. Like I'm stepping out into the unknown. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm ready. You're going to provide for me. And you know, it can be easy to kind of say that, mm -hmm. um, uh, I don't want to, uh, I'm trying to think of a better word than, you know, uh, ignorantly. Yeah. Um, but kind of say that without really, you know, knowing the stakes of kind that. Of flippantly, just kind yeah. of saying, all right, I'm going to do this. Without really knowing how much that actually costs and that the Lord mm -hmm. using work in you, like it does cost something and, yeah. and it's scary and it is painful, but that's, that is the Lord doing and do and work working that's definitely what i saw you know over the summer for yeah sure. yeah and you're so right about it it costing something that that following after christ is not just uh, something that we flippantly should do um but literally when we follow christ we have to look at christ's life and ultimately he gave his life he he laid it down he died a death that he did not deserve on our behalf so that we can be reconciled to a relationship with 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 a holy righteous God, and so it, it's it's just it keep it always blows my mind how God Himself, that the Word of God became flesh, became one of us, lived a life that we could not, and died the death that we deserve. So that when we say, you know what, I am going to place my identity and my life in that Word of God, which is which became flesh, which is Jesus. That no, I'm not going to be um, identified at uh, with my sin, but I'm going to be identified through uh, through through my Savior and through through the the, the one who did it, um, and not no longer be identified with my brokenness, and um, it's so crazy, you know, because I, I I think back, um, you know, we were talking about uh, CIU, and I remember freshman year, the Lord kind of um, just helping me see just how much of a of a cost it, it is when we say jesus take my life i'm yours that that there there's really something there and it's deeper than just fl flippantly just saying okay well i i'm gonna label myself as a christian 
you know. Um, and I remember seeing CIU um, uh, freshman year. I remember um, just struggling with the whole concept of martyrdom and um, just laying down your life on behalf of the gospel, on behalf of Jesus, um, even if even if that means costing your life, that, that you are willing to pay the price, um, you know, and sacrifice your life for, for the sake of, of, of the cross. And I, I was thinking about that. I was wrestling with that. I remember one night I got out of bed, and for like four weeks, I was asking myself, Jonah, are you willing to give your life? Literally, if it comes down to that, give your life um, for Jesus. And I was kind of wrestling with that because I was just thinking about, you know, a potential uh, future wife, uh, future kids. Like, am I willing to say goodbye to them um, and, 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 and leave them behind for the sake of saying, yeah, I believe in Jesus. And I remember getting on my knees and I started sobbing. Because I said, Jesus, you know, where else do I have to go? Like, you've given me everything, everything literally that, that, that of, of why I am where I'm at right now and, and my giftings and my talents and, and even the way that I think and my personality, Lord, you've given me everything, Lord. And, and even if I have to give my life, ultimately, Lord, I'm not doing anything you didn't do. So Jesus, I will follow you even if that means me, me, me dying, you know, dying for, for, for your, for you. And, um, you know, that's just something, uh, something that, that was really, uh, really impactful in my walk with Christ, but also in my life and, and, and maturity of just saying, you know what, like, I'm not just going to say that I'm a Christian as a noun, but really what being a Christian means is little, little Christ. And I was thinking about this earlier in the shower, just like, you know, like when we say we're, if someone says they're a Christian and there's not any movement in their relationship with Christ or, or their, their love and service to the least of these, if there's not any movement, then then they're really not following Christ, but they're staying still. And, and you can't be a follower if you just stay still and stay complacent. You know, so when we when we say like I am a Christian, I am I that that literally means I am following Christ. And so, you know, that made me think, you know, how many of us would say, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Christian, but there's not any movement. We're not asking the hard questions. We're not digging deeper. And who are we and who is Christ through the word? You know, we're not, you know, when things get rough, we don't. We don't buckle down and say, you know what, Lord, I want you. I don't want just deliverance from this. I want you. I want to know you. I want to experience you. I want I want you to be with me. I want I want your purpose for my life. I want you to be able to be the center of my life, no matter what my circumstances or situation is or the chaos of my life, you know, and and that's just something that's that's so profound. But so many times we just miss it, you know. I remember my freshman year, uh George Murray had spoken in one of our, our classes once. Yeah, yeah. And uh, had a little slip of paper, and I don't remember. Oh uh, yeah, I still have it. That were on it, but I, I think you know where I'm going with it. Yeah. Um, said he he wanted us like sign our name, and it basically was saying like, you know, Lord, I'm giving my life com- to you completely. Like, do whatever you want with me. Like, I'm fully giving you my life. But I remember I didn't sign it. Um, you know, not because I wasn't, you know, genuine yeah. about, about the Lord or seeking him, but I remember thinking in that moment, like, whoa, like that's kind of scary. Like that sounds like a big deal. Like yeah. you're literally not just signing, you know, your life saying, okay, you know, I'm giving you my life, but just like the idea of signing it and saying, okay, like me signing this is, is, is me saying I'm giving you my life. 
So I remember at that moment, I, I didn't, I didn't sign it because I thought that's a big deal. Like yeah. that's, that's a huge commitment to, to do. And I don't, I don't have that card anymore. I, I wish I still had it. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember when I was uh, graduating and about to head to Texas, I remember that card was popping up in my mind a lot. Um, and I was kind of thinking about him giving us those cards and, and when I might be ready to sign it and how I might be ready to sign it now as I was going to, to kind of step out for him. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, you were, it's crazy, you were thinking about signing the card before going uh, to the canyon because you were like, all right, Lord, I guess this is what it looks like, you know, stepping out in faith and trusting you. And, and it's, it, just, it just blows my mind how the Lord works because, like, you know, in your head, you're like, okay, I think I'm ready. And then you get there. All right. You know, I think uh, I think the Lord still wants to, uh, to, to, to grow me a lot, you know. And, but, but still, all along, all along, you had a willing heart, a willing heart. And that's really, you know, when, when, when I think about my life and I, I think about, you know, the big picture of Scripture, you know, sometimes we, we put, you know, get down, uh, get down on ourselves because we're, you know, we're, we're not, you know, we're struggling in areas or, or maybe we're, we're starting to wrestle with doubt or confusion and, and all this chaos in our life. And, and we look at, you know, we look at Jesus and we're like, Lord, I don't measure up. But that's the whole point. We don't measure up. And that's why we raise our hands up and say, Lord, I am yours. I trust you. You are my deliverer. You are my savior. You are my sustainer. And and it's, it's that process of saying, Lord, look, Lord, give me a willing heart to go and do and be and to even wait on you however long it takes but ultimately lord i'm seeking after you and you alone not just you know the the things of of this life of of uh, circumstances and and you know that safety and security and and you know and so it's just it's just so awesome i, I love hearing um hearing you talk about this and for us yeah. to be able to have this conversation and 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 you know going back to where pretty much this whole idea of of doing this together um, uh, for this episode, it goes back to a quote that you said earlier um, when we were talking on the phone the other day, and I actually wrote it down because it it just really was something that that really stuck out to me. But you said this, and you were this is when you were talking about your time in the canyon and just that the heartbreak and how you were just so um, you just you, you were just so heavy in heart. But you said this, you said you you were falling into the word like it was a sanctuary. So I just kind of, I guess, uh, you know, let you have some time to talk about that. But when you talk about falling into the word of God, like it was a sanctuary during that painful time, what do you mean um, by that? Well, I guess the best way to try and um, describe it um, is just how I felt when I was, when I was doing that on the summer. Like I said, uh, there were moments when I was really confused um, and hurt uh, by, you know, things that were happening. Um, and just didn't know what to make of it or what the Lord was trying to tell me through it. I was, uh, I feel like I had nowhere else to, to really go. Even, mm. uh, even though I knew there were people I had in my life that cared about me that I could go to and talk to. Um, and I did, but it was still, I just felt like I didn't know where else to go. Um, so I would literally, I would come you know, home after, after working, you know, long, long days. And I would come home and I would, I would just open up. One of the places I always go is, is the Psalms. And every Psalm, like the Psalmist 
just working through his emotions and kind of wrestling with them and, and like making them known to God and being vulnerable with them. And so that's where I would go. It felt like the only safe place like in the canyon where I was literally when I would have it open and I would sometimes literally be crying or my heart would just feel broken. But as I was reading like uh, through his word, I would feel like I was kind of walking in through these doors and, and I was kind of under some kind of shelter. Um, and I was still feeling heartbroken, but it was the only place where I felt um, kind of sustained. Literally, when I was in the act of of reading his word, not really before or after, but when I was in the act of doing it. Yeah, man, it, it's so crazy. Goodness, it just, you know, thinking about, you know, so many, so many seasons of life that we go through and how the Lord is faithful through them all. You know, I, I was thinking about this earlier, the fact, you know, I, I was saying, you know what, you know, God, why, you know, why, why, why did, why did I cry out to you that moment where I surrendered my life in uh, June 2011? And, you know, I was just thinking about it. I said, you know what, like, Lord, you're the only one that answered. You're the only one that cared. <laughs> you know, you're the only one that, that, that listened and responded. And, you know, in that moment where I had no hope. You gave me everything. You gave me hope. You gave me joy. You gave me peace. And and that goes beyond my circumstances. My circumstances didn't change. What was going on in my family and, and the divorce and, and all that pain, um, even behind the scenes, even more than that. Like not that my circumstances didn't change, but but my heart did. And, and that all started with crying out to the Lord. So I guess I was wondering, you know, where where are you at right now with uh with with your walk with him and everything? What what are you going through? Well, like we were, you know, we were just talking before uh, we started the podcast and um, something that I admire about what you're doing through the podcast and, and through, you know, the blog that you have and everything is um, how vulnerable you kind of uh, are and honest you are through through the podcast. And like I was just saying um, about like reading through the Psalms and how honest and, and vulnerable uh you know, the psalmists are whenever they're kind of expressing their emotions to God. Um, what I kind of said to you was, you know, honestly, right now I'm I'm in a state of, of confusion um, still and, and kind of a hurt from, yeah. from the summer and uh, re- really trying to uh, pray and, and ask God what they might mean and, and, uh, and uh, how he might be using it to, to kind of work in my life. Um, and so I, I kind of say that as a piece of encouragement as well to, to people that might, yeah. you know, if they are struggling with something, uh, if, you know, some people might be thinking, why am I feeling this confusion and doubt? You know, I, I am seeking the Lord and I am following him. Um, so I shouldn't be feeling this confusion and doubt something's wrong. Um, I would say that, no, I would say that's God working in your life right now. And he is trying to talk to you, um, in your life that, he, uh, He's put there for you to turn to and ask for for wisdom and support. Um, and honestly, that's where I am right now. Uh, as I'm about to go into grad school, like I said, because I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen. All I know is, you know, the Lord brought me through the canyon, and He's here with me now. And I'm mm. just going into the year uh, headstrong, still continuing to seek Him and not turning away from the Lord, but still just seeking him while I'm moving yeah. forward. And just one, one quick thing. Uh, there's, there's a song, uh, called, uh, restore or restored by Samuel Lane. I don't know if, if you've 
if you've heard of it or not, but there's a, a lyric in the song that says, uh, you have restored me to the love of God. Um, I thought it was the end, but it's just begun. And I I heard the lyric, does that mean? Like I've been restored to the love of God and I thought it was the end, now it's just begun. What what does that mean? But what I've kind of, how the Lord's kind of been speaking it to me since I heard it is that, you know, the Lord has restored me in a lot of ways and he is speaking to me and he is using me and pushing me in a direction. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's the end. It doesn't just end with you saying, okay, I'm giving my life to you. Now my life is with you and everything's good. And the Lord has me and like the Lord has restored me. But as the Lord is restoring you, you have to go things, you know, one step at a time. There's still an entire journey you have to go on. And that's what I've been kind of realizing and, and praying on, uh, you know, these past few days as I as I go into this new academic yeah, year. Yeah, most definitely. And I wanted to read this quote real quick and uh, and give you some time to uh, to say any last thoughts um, uh, before we close this out. And um, again, if you're listening to this um, or uh, or watching this, however you're partaking in this, thank you so much for being a part of this. That this is community. Um, you know, even though we're not all in the same room as we're um, as we're talking and listening to this and processing this um, and having a conversation, even within our own hearts, um, we're not all in the same room, same building, same uh, you know proximity. But at the same time, it's so amazing how the Lord can just transcend all that and bring us all into this moment, and there can be community, and that's something so profound. And and you know, when I think about the Bible and what. You know, when 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 Jesus looks at Peter and says, "Upon you I will build my church," you know, he's saying, "Look, you will be my people. You will be my my followers. You will literally be my body here on earth." And um, he loves us so much as the church, and um, as a follower, we are we are the church. And so that means, you know, no matter where we're at, we are together. We are brothers and sisters united under Christ. And, and we have this the Spirit of God in us, enabling us to to follow Him and to seek after Him and 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 to to dive deeper. And um, for those that are maybe listening right now, and you're saying, you know what, I'm I'm not a follower of Christ. Um, you know, you too. The cool thing about the kingdom of God. Um, is that it's open to everybody. It's not exclusive. It's not um, clicky. But the kingdom of God is open to the prostitutes, to the drug addicts, to the uh, to the suicidal outcasts, to the wh- whoever you're at. The the Lord will change our hearts, and and He's, you know, transforming you know your heart, Devin, and my heart. And he's doing that day by day by day. We're not going to get all the steps right in this salsa dance. But at the same time, he is faithful. He is faithful. So no matter where you're at listening to this, he is faithful. I wanted to read this quote, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll start to wrap it up. But um, this is a quote from a book I've been reading on um, on uh, relationship reconciliation and, um, and healing. And um, so anyway, it's a book by Harry Schumberg, I think it is. Um, I'll try to leave a description in the... Uh, in the comments, but um, it says this, he says this, God is into doing a complete work of grace, not a partial one. God wants to change the heart, not just get rid of an uncomfortable feeling. God's ways are not our ways. He may need to use our struggles to keep us dependent on his strength and provision. And, and, And that's just so crazy to think that he cares so much about you. He cares about your heart. That just like a father, he will allow temporary discomfort 
in order to produce a, a, a growth and a discipline and a, and, a, and a heart transformation so that the, the child will know uh, good from bad and right from wrong, but also to know him, to, to know the father and know that the father truly does love them. And so uh, in saying that, you know, Devin, is there anything else you want to kind of share um, as, we, uh, as we start to end this uh, episode? And, and that's definitely my, my hope and my prayer, like for this, yeah. Um, it, like, even though, you know, like I said, being honest about where I am right now and struggling, yeah. Um, like I know God is using it to work in me. And, and I pray that if anyone is listening to this, uh, even if, you know, you've never met me before or, or have no idea who I am. Um, I pray that, you know, anything that I've said can be used as uh, some kind of encouragement or blessing to someone. And I know that's what, you know, this podcast is, um, you know, for you and how God's using it through you. And I know, like, like one of the things we said last week on the phone, mm. um, where, you know, there's no reason why, you know, me being in Columbia, South Carolina, and you in Michigan, we can't come together and, and do a podcast where, you know, it can be a blessing for people mm. you know, anywhere. Like, that's the world yeah. we live in, what God can use, and uh, that's what God is using. So that's a real blessing. So true, buddy. Thank you so much for being on here, Devin. Um, could you uh, could you do the honors of uh, praying us out and uh, just uh, dedicating this uh, to the Lord and praying for those who are listening uh, to this right now? Um, again, thank you so much, Devin. Lord God, I just um, I thank you once again uh, for my brother Jonah and for this uh, this podcast and and uh, through this channel that. Um, uh, you've been using something that's been used to bless me and and encourage me to to share my experience and and my prayer uh, with others, and I just thank you for that. And um, I pray that uh, you know for for anyone out there who's listening to this, who is dealing with you know confusions in their life um, or struggles or or pain, um, you know, no matter what that is, it's it's different for everyone, whether it's caused by relationships or or jobs or just or you know loss of a loved one or not knowing which next step to take. Um, I pray that uh, you not give up on on seeking after the Lord and committing yourself to to some sort of service where you know the Lord can speak to you. Um, and you know, as for me and all the um, the dark and low places of the canyon that the Lord still spoke to me and I, and I thank you thank you God for that and um, I just pray that uh, for anyone else listening to this that um, the Lord bless you through this and and you, you know, not know that you're not alone in your struggles and in Jesus name I pray thank you so much Devin uh, amen and, and thank you so much for listening uh, yourself uh, no matter where you're at no matter what you're going through um, our prayer is that uh, that you will see a color in this chaos and you see a bigger picture than uh, than the uh, circumstances and uh, the things all around you. And uh, so in saying that, thank you. Um, This has been a a little longer of a podcast, but this is definitely something that I know um, that I definitely will be uh, listening back over. There's so much here to digest. And uh, this is such an honor to have a platform like this. And uh, and I just want to turn it over to you. And so wherever you're at, um, Let's, let's start to have a dialogue with this, uh, with uh, the people around you, and uh, let's, uh, let's be able to take what we heard today and put it into practical um, decisions and practical steps. And so with that, uh, feel free to leave some comments below, uh, maybe share a little bit of, of what you've been going through, and, uh, 
and uh, I am just looking forward to uh, to continuing to take this uh, this journey of life with you. God bless you. You have a great day. Look forward to talking to you later.